This is the Smarts and Stripes Podcast. We cover every bump, every spot, and chat with all the talent around the world of wrestling. Here's your host, Bill Matz, former WWE referee Kevin Keenan, and Eric Golden. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a brand new edition of Smarks and Stripes. We are here with, uh, well, some Money in the Bank reaction. We have a huge finale last night, and Brock Lesnar ends up on... The Iron Throne. Uh, we'll have a lot about that and more with Money in the Bank. Of course, my name is Bill Matz. I am joined, as I am every week, by Eric the Turtel Golden. I, I, it wasn't the best finale. It wasn't the worst finale, but it was the finale the fans deserve, maybe? <laughs> and uh, I guess I, I guess you could say either one. I think you could go with either of the big events from last night. Yeah, I, I'm not up to that part of the season of Game of Thrones, okay. so I'll give you my All right. true opinion once I see it. I love the Game of Thrones finale, but of course I've only watched the first two seasons in this one, so well, there you know, you go. I don't have an opinion, as I'm told by a lot of these fans. But I do have an opinion on last night's Money in the Bank pay-per-view turtle. Uh, we're going to start We're gonna start right at the ending with Brock Lesnar, surprise entrant, of course, uh, going back to last Monday, we talked about this on our Raw review, Sami Zayn with the help of Baron Corbin and Drew McIntyre beats Braun Strowman to replace him in the Money in the Bank ladder match, which ends up being last night's main event. Sammy, uh, early in the show, interrupts a Hunter phone call. I love when they call him Hunter, because I'm like, <laughs> thank God we're acknowledging the CFO's name isn't Triple. But I really, because that's not how, like, okay, his nickname's Triple H, but it's not, it's supposed to be spelled H A. It's yes. just a little thing oh, that I'm bothers with you. I me. I agree with you. It's a little thing that bothers me. He interrupts it and says, you know, Braun's banned from the building. And of course, Sammy goes, oh, yeah, that always ends well. And <laughs> I, I love that. And, uh, you know, he says, I'm afraid of retribution from Braun. So we're setting that up. Now we have the, okay, it's going to be Braun who gets involved in this thing. And I was, that's what I thought was going to happen. We I have was- a nice whodunit. I was praying that's what it was going to happen. But. Of course, Hunter runs into Braun at some point, and yeah, after, I guess, Sammy is found, hung by his feet upside down, <laughs> passed out somewhere in the backstage. This is kind of a Braun thing. He didn't destroy anything, but using the stage equipment as a weapon, uh, you know, Hunter runs into Braun, and Braun denies it, and it's like, all right, so maybe it really wasn't, because he seemed like, I don't know what you're talking about, uh, to deny the whole thing. And now, I guess people are starting to, oh, I bet it's Lars Sullivan. I bet Lars Sullivan is involved in this thing. We actually get a Lars Sullivan segment, I Ugh. feel like, just to take him out of the running. Uh-uh. Like, that was the most Maybe. Famous. If that's the case, Whatever. That was maybe. The dumbest, that, was the du- that was the biggest waste of time. Um, um, other than maybe the cruiserweight title match, we'll uh, get to both yeah, of those we'll in a second. That, but, but I agree. We get the Lars Sullivan segment. He takes out Lucha's house party. So we're like, all right, probably not Lars. Now we're just okay. Who did this? Who did this? Now we're just going in. There's no replacement. Sami Zayn's out. Seven guys in this ladder match. I thought it was a hell of a Money in the Bank ladder Fantastic match. I thought it was match. freaking awesome. Finn Balor. I mean, I have the uh, he tweeted the gifts of all the bumps he took last night. That sunset flip power bomb was the double bounce. That was inc- like I've never cared more about Finn Balor than I have after the bumps he took. Jeez. The choke slam onto the side of the ladder. Oh yeah. Uh, he takes the uh, Andrade gets the Alabama slam onto Balor on the ladder. Just an incredible Very number impressive of bumps. Finn Balor last night. Mustafa Ali, just Ali, uh, about to grab. Although referred to as Mustafa Ali during the was unbelievably he? boring cruiserweight match. Oh, I missed it entirely. Okay. Um, yeah, I was I was out on that match. Jesus, every match. Match on the card had better spots than the cruiserweight title yeah, match. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, was it boring? Anyway, Ali about to grab the briefcase. 
Brock's music hits, I was... St- I, I always say, just every now and then, surprise me. Right. Every day, and I get it. Like, could we have had a bigger? Like, yeah, okay. But this one was huge for me, and it's a story they haven't told with Brock before. He's now Money in the Bank champ. I really like this. I, a so, lot of people are complaining, as they will on Twitter, uh, and you know, some people are just so out on Brock. And I get it; his title runs are—they've uh, even me. I'm wearing a Brock Lesnar shirt right are. now. I am—I was the last remaining Brock fan. By the time they finally took the belt off him, I was like, "Thank God." So here's my problem with Brock Lesnar: <laughs> insanely talented. I love that he doesn't say a word. Paul Heyman's his mouthpiece. Paul Heyman's fantastic. We all know that. But insanely talented, but he's never there. He's never there. That's the issue. And the WWE thinks they need him. Yeah. They don't need him. I would have been just as surprised as Sami Zayn's music hit, and he ran down there and did the same thing. Or Lars Sullivan, even, and I despise Lars Sullivan, or Braun, or whoever. You could have had any number of guys. Triple H. What if Triple H's music hit? Shane. Anybody. Shane just won again. Now he's the best in the world, wants a title shot. Anybody I just, I, would have been fantastic. That's I would love this if I thought they were going to tell a great story with it. Like if Brock was gonna even not even be around because I think his absence could actually work in this case. Like he goes away for a while, we're not thinking about him, and then all of a sudden, boom! He some baby face, whether it's Seth conquering a huge, uh, conquering you know uh, a, a huge odds, or some other baby face who's getting their crowning achievement, uh, like we saw when Daniel Bryan won at SummerSlam and Orton Cash in on him like any number of things could happen if I thought they were going to tell that great story but they're not I'd be all about this we've already I guess it's already been announced or it's already gonna be like we know it's gonna happen and it's maybe gonna be announced tonight on Raw that Seth vs. Brock is happening at Saudi Arabia uh, the rematch from Wrestlemania if that is the case Ugh. but I just thought Mm -hmm. as a one-off for this just in terms of this show if I wasn't thinking forward Brock coming down, taking advantage of everyone being down, uh, knocking Mustafa, uh, knocking Ali off the ladder, and just sitting there laughing his ass off with the mud. Like was a great like sight. He's sitting on the Iron Throne, like he just it was defeated an unbelievable everybody. sight. It's just the problem is he's just not going to be around. <laughs> They're just not going to tell a good story. No, with it. and anybody, and even like the Bailey thing, and we'll get to Bailey in a bit too. Will I cash in? Won't I cash in? Will I cash in? Yeah, let me do it. Whatever. Or, or even previous, I think Baron Corbin did a bunch of cash-ins and like, yeah. as the guy was about to ring the bell, he stops the ref's hand mm-hmm. before he rings it. Never mind, I'm not cashing in. It's just going to be Brock's going to run down and probably win versus whoever it is. Not, WWE thinks they need him. They don't need him. My they other don't. My other issue with this is just, like, I love the stories you can tell with Money in the Bank briefcases. We got the Bailey cash-in. Brock, we think he's going to get his cash in at the Super Showdown. And if he doesn't get his cash in the Super Showdown, then why, why are you having the match? Yeah, so like what's his... He's already got his title shot and didn't need the belt or we, the briefcase. Yeah, we've already been told, hey, there are no more automatic rematches in WWE with this new era. That's already been thrown out the window. But like, all these different reasons, I just, uh, like, I love it happening. And for, like, I always say, ah, we'll see what the story is. This one, I'm like, immediately I love it. And then the story, I'm like, I just know it's not going to be good. That is going to be what uh, the issue is. Chris Jericho is. had an 
uh, Chris Jericho had an awesome reaction to this on Twitter. I'm going to try to pull it up quickly here if this ever freaking loads. But it was basically just sarcastic. Oh, here it is. Yeah. Awesome to see at Brock Lesnar win the hashtag money in the bank match, even though he wasn't officially entered. Brock is the future of the biz, and this perfect example of genius booking shows why at WWE will remain on top forever. Hashtag go Brock go. I mean, I for, love all the people, for all the people who are so done with the way WWE tells stories, this is a great sell for AEW. But then you realize that the match that he's headlining again has been a match that he's done three, four, five times already. Yeah, well. He doesn't, you know. I mean, clearly I'm sure he gets it. He's probably smart enough and all that, but he's not alluding to the fact that the 48, 49-year-old, 50-year-old main eventer that's still in there making a lot of money because he's doing the exact same thing as Brock Lesnar doing. Listen, I love Chris Jericho. I will watch some of the AEW TV for this podcast purposefully for that reason. I'm not going to watch Double or Nothing. I will refuse to pay $50 for a product I have no idea about and half the people I don't even know. But it was a funny-ass tweet. It made me smile. Yeah, it's, I, th- I think it's just a great advertisement for AEW. Like I, like I said, I'm not anti-Brock. Uh, I just don't like where I think this is going. Uh, but exactly. I, I loved it in the moment just because I always say, Ooh, just every me. now and then surprise me. Just now and then Throw me a curveball. All right, and, and I'm going I agree to, with that. I'm going to jump here to Seth and AJ. Easily the best match of the night, I thought. I didn't love it. Really? I, I, I Great. Uh, if this was like the second match of their feud, I think it would have made a lot more sense. Fair. And I think Seth is getting back to where he was before all the injuries. I think he's starting to look like one of, if not the best performers in the world. I just didn't think there was enough of a story in this match, although I love Seth varying up his move set, throwing different things in there uh, just to make his... uh just to make his sequences a little different, I thought, for my money, Kofi and KO told a better story in their match. Fair. Uh, I, I really, I, I won't say Seth and AJ was bad. So I thought it was good. I think I just maybe my expectations were too combine high. Combine the two. I, I, I'm not really sure. I, I, I think if you were to combine the two, the Kofi and Kevin match for their storytelling, yeah, and the AJ and Seth match for the actual in-ring work, and not saying that either one was bad on either other side, it would have been the perfect match. Yeah, I don't think Seth and AJ was bad by any means. I think if technically they got, it was amazing. Yeah. Oh, technically, technical. You can't. I mean, it's Seth Rollins and AJ Styles. They're going to have great moves in their match. I just, uh, if it had more time, I think they could have done, told more of a story. I like the intensity of it. I thought it was very good. I just think maybe my expectations were too high considering these are, to me, the two best WWE has to offer. I I don't know. I just, I didn't not like it. I just thought it wasn't great. I think based off of kind of your point there with the story and the fact that we clearly see that Brock is now in the title picture and AJ is essentially done uh, I would agree with you on that, but just from a pure entertaining wrestling standpoint, I thought it was the best match on the card, probably by far. It was absolutely... Um, Seth, uh, the first thing I noticed, he did the... Uh Instead of the superplex Falcon Arrow, reverse. he did a Northern Lights suplex and then a Northern Lights DDT. Like the, He reversed everything. I thought that was really cool. He did a couple other things where he just switched up his sequences. And like when you hear about Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart talk about what makes a great match, it's just 
when the audience is expecting one thing and then you vary it a little and it just mm-hmm. has that much more impact. I thought it was very good. I just, it wasn't. Well, the story is over, essentially. Yeah, that's, uh, now if we're moving, I, Seth has to retain against Brock, right? Because if not, what's the point of all this? Is this, and if it is, they're going back to Brock? But here's the thing, and this is a more of a raw preview than a review. They're mm-hmm. announcing another title tonight. Oh my, yeah, we'll get. I, I had that later in the outline, <laughs> but we'll get to but that it just, now. It, it just came up, and I saw that in your outline. My but it just God. came up right there, and I go, I, "What? Another yeah, one? We're having that's uh, like uh, it's Mick Foley announcing another title. It's, it's hardcore. So it has, it has to, to be, be some sort of hardcore title. Like, what is the point of? Another title being announced by Mick Foley, unless it's like a hardcore title or something. It, the only other title I thought of instantly was some sort of women's number two, whether it's a USA wow. or, I mean, I don't think they need another title, period. Yeah. But I'm just trying to think of what it yeah. becomes. There's no reason for, like, people are talking, I loved, I mean, back in the day, I very much enjoyed the European title as like yeah. kind of a television title sort of thing where something's on the line on TV, every, even though it's not, like, I thought Triple H and Owen Hart had an awesome European title uh, feud back in the day. I, I liked the way that went. The, I liked the way that they took the Euro title off of British Bulldog to put it on Shawn Michaels just to get him heat. Like, I thought all of that was really good. My thought would be, if they're announcing a new title, maybe, it, and this ties into the Brock thing, that's why it came up now in my head, my thought would be that it's a way to have another, maybe bigger, championship on TV weekly if they're just so dead set on putting Brock Lesnar as the universal champion again. But my god, like the Euro- the US title is already the European title. It's Correct. just something that's there that really doesn't matter. I mean, uh, what the hell happened in the other than Joe breaking his nose? What happened in the Ray Joe match last night? Nothing. N- not a thing. And like I, those are two guys I love. Joe is one of my favorite guys on the roster. Ray Mysterio is a freaking legend. I I need to see Joe beat the crap out of out, out of the out of what the hell is the kid. Dominic at some yeah. point. I was going to call him Nicholas, but that's the little kid from the Braun match at Mania. Uh, I need to see Joe beat the crap out of Dominic at some point, or Dominic get involved in some way. Because what is the and point I of all him this? Coming down, yeah, I was like, it. you're going to go. You know what? Bleep it. Let me get in on this, like, and uh, I don't know. It. Yeah, I just, I, I really. Uh, Aren't there are enough titles already, right? I uh, we have so. so many. Well, they clearly want one more. I, I just don't understand. And unless the it's point a woman's number two, which I don't think it's going to be, I don't think their their division is deep enough. I don't think it would have been no matter what it is. It's got to be hardcore? with Mick Foley announcing it. It's got to be some sort of hardcore or gimmick match or whatever. But then that leaves them back to the things they don't want: blood, yeah, injuries, exactly. And we did have. Decent amount of blood on the a show last night. A lot of blood on the show with, last uh, night. Kevin, or not, with Lars, Lars Sullivan, Sullivan getting busted. Ali got uh, busted Ali, open. Joe got busted open with the broken nose. Uh, so we had some blood on the show last night. The only other thing I can think of is this has something to do with the Saudi show again. We had that greatest mm-hmm. Royal Rumble where they gave Braun like that huge green title. Maybe it's got something to do with we've had a World Cup with the Saudi show before. By like 50 man battle royal? Yeah. 50 oh man battle royal? Uh, so I'm thinking maybe it has something to do with that. But maybe. regardless, it's just one more thing that they, like it's just one more throwaway segment. This I belt just, will mean nothing in two weeks. Well, it, clearly, if it's for the Saudi thing, and this is no disrespect to that show, 
show, it's going to mean nothing because Braun's whatever title he won there is gone. Yeah. Maybe sure it's in his man cave somewhere. I, prob- I guess these Saudi shows are going to be like Super Showdown. We've already had one. Now we're having it. So I guess they're going to be when when the company pay- yearly. When a country pays you that much to come, oh, yeah, you I mean, come and you give them what they want. That's I will say, while yes, Saudi Arabia, pro- no one should probably be doing business with them. I do find it the boycotters hilarious uh, who are tweeting from their iPhones wearing Nikes saying, oh, we shouldn't be in business with these kinds of people. Like, okay, yeah, well, you're... You, exactly. Like, come on. Like, since when do we care about ethics in business unless it has to do with Vince McMahon? Like, exactly. I, I, like, yeah, Vince is probably a dick. He's a dick businessman, as all rich people are. But he wants like, to make money, and he's yeah, going to take money. They're just giving him this money, and guess what? A lot of it's going to the boys. Uh, we'll definitely talk about this show as it approaches and the different... I just can't think of... And we'll get off this in a second. I just can't think of 50 wrestlers they have under contract to do a a, a battle Uh, royal. We touched on Kofi and KO. I will say Kevin Owens is my favorite wrestler on the roster. Definitely on the main roster. That's fair. Uh, I like that. He's so versatile, so good in the ring, so good on the mic. We saw a little bit of I baby. despised his stunner last night. That was terribly it's, sloppy, I, I wish I, I don't understand him using the stunner. I especially don't understand it now that he's back to being a heel. Um... I love the pop-up powerbomb. That's the yeah. thing. I think it's a great move. Uh, I and he just, sort of did a half-assed one last yeah, night, too. It wasn't I, like... Uh, I don't know. I, I wish we were getting more of this. The, both title matches last night seemed like they should be long-term storylines that aren't going to be. Correct. Like, I wanted I wanted Seth and AJ to be the, uh, the Omega Okada. We're going to do this three or four times, and they're all going to be epic. Like, uh, over the course of the next 18 months. And it just doesn't seem like they're going in that direction. Uh, the women's Money in the Bank match. Disappointing <sighs> to me. Yeah. Uh, I just thought it was... I thought so many of the spots were so pre like so pre-orchestrated, so choreographed, and that's fine. That's what happens in these matches, and it's the only way to probably do it safely. But the timing was off on a lot of them, and it just made it that look weird weak. ladder smush. Yeah, like that, where it's like, like Mandy and Natty couldn't the thing get straightened out, so they couldn't figure out how to do it. So they had to push it up, it, and then they're it, fighting it. Like I just thought a lot of the timing was off on the spots, and it made the timing weak. However, the ending was was what I wanted. It gives us Bailey. All right, now Bailey matters, and. Yes. We, I talked about this on a, a lost episode of the show with Kevin Keenan <laughs> on a Thursday, on Friday when we recorded it. We're sorry about not putting out a second episode this week out of our hands. Technical issues led to the uh, deletion, the final deletion of a, uh, of a episode of this podcast. But Kevin and I talked about who we wanted to see win this thing and how we wanted to see Becky Two Belts being handled. We both, Kevin assured me. That they weren't done with the Becky Two Belt story. Well, they obviously no, are. They are. Uh, but Charlotte uh, winning one of the titles, predictable. I liked the way they did it. Charlotte comes right out after the Lacey Evans match and says, no, we're doing this right now. Becky doesn't get a chance to catch her breath. Becky still puts up a hell of a fight. Lacey interferes, hits the right hand, and uh, Charlotte comes in, takes advantage for the win. And, and real quick... Uh, great match. Better than the Lacey match by far. I thought Lacey looked good. I did not even a little bit. I thought she put on a decent showing I for her first match. So much more. I like her as a brawler. I like her spot. Uh, I love the handkerchief. Uh, that was fine. That was sweat, funny. Throwing but it at just her. a couple. Like it just so much underwhelmed me. She tried to do that weird like walk up this turnbuckle like 
netbreaker deal that didn't work. I don't yeah, know. See, I like the way they recovered from that. I don't need everything to be smooth because it is a fight. I don't need everything to That's be true. flawless. I, I just I expected thought, so much I more I thought from she her. recovered well in a couple of spots that didn't necessarily go her way. Uh, for a couple of people who have never had a television match before, Lacey Evans making her main roster debut, I thought she looked pretty good, and I thought they told the right story heading into the Charlotte match. Um... I didn't love her dropping the belt, but the way they did it to get I to was fine with it. to get to Bailey cashing in. We get the Bailey cash in, the crowd's all about it, because now we have I like that I also like that Lacey gets her heat back. Cause we talked about this. Yep. Lacey's had one match and she's gonna lose. Okay, where does that leave her now? Now like, she we did now all it's this a building Bailey her. Charlotte thing. We did all this building her. Yep. We did all the and okay, so she interferes, gets her heat back, and then after the match, she comes in and her and Charlotte double team her. All right, Lacey's still a top heel. That works. Bailey coming out, crowd was all about it, and that's what matters the most. I will say, man, like they better be making a storyline out of all of the referee, uh, out of all of the so referee mix-ups they did last night. Because uh, just looking at how they, it, I guess this goes back to the WrestleMania main event with the referee counting without sh- without Ronda's shoulders being down. So last night we have Joe's left shoulder not down by a wide. By, it's margin. not down on the and. The fact that they keep pointing these things out. We have Joe's shoulder not being down drops the U.S. title. We have the ref broke account for a rope break in a cage match. Now this is actually to we'll have. To, I want to ask Kevin about this because it's little these little things to me because the way Michael Cole sold it is there's no DQ in a cage match, so a rape, rope break that was almost bad. A rope break doesn't break account. However, that's not what breaks a count on a pinfall. DQ, yes, you have to break on a submission Correct. for a rope break. Because if you get to five, you're DQ'd, so that doesn't count on a submission. However, rope breaks on pins don't count because you can't pin someone outside the ring. If you are in the ropes, you're outside the ring. It's why they don't do it anymore, but they used to count... Uh, Referees used to count when guys were on the top rope. I said, like, what? It's because they're outside of the ring, technically. The 10 count still uh, applies. applies. So a a pinfall can't happen outside of the ring. So I thought this wasn't a referee screw-up here, but the way they sold it tells me this is building to this storyline where referees are screwing up. We also have ref didn't count on a Lacey roll-up right before the disarmor that ended the match. Lacey looked like she had her, and the ref just didn't count. And again, they go to the replay. They count to like four where where she's just down. If it has to be this storyline, that's fine. But at that point, I was like, what the hell is going on? I was like... One, two, three, like... And the referee, during Bailey's cash-in, rang the bell before Charlotte got up to her feet. Yes. Uh, Again, this didn't even register to me until they pointed it out. I was like, oh, right, you do have to... I remember when Edge cashed in, it was like, we have to wait for (laughs) Cena to get up, and then the bell rings. Uh, So I guess... They're, they have to be building an angle out of this, right? I, I mean, maybe. The, they, they could just be that stupid and just want to point it all out, but I can't imagine Vince being in Gorilla not yelling at Michael Cole going, why in the hell are you pointing at all these yeah, mistakes? Yeah, exactly. If it was something they wanted to avoid, they would just ignore it. But every single one got pointed out, and it got pointed out multiple times on replay. Yes. So I have to believe they're building some angle for it. Last thing here. Are you looking forward to Raw tonight? 
Um, I guess to find out what new title they're going to make a sham of. <laughs> um, I, 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 mean, I guess I'll have to listen to Brock come out and not say a word and Paul Heyman go, yeah, we're going to cash it in at Saudi Arabia or whatever. That's, it, Brock's Money in the Bank, that was totally unexpected. We're getting a new title, and we have these angles that we really have some loose ends to tie up from the pay-per-view. I am looking forward to Raw tonight, and from a pay-per-view that really wasn't... The card going in looked really strong. Yeah, it was but, probably about a B minus. Yeah, it was fine. It was a fine show, especially the sec- from the Becky matches on. Great show, I thought. Uh, we I didn't even put Roman and Elias in here. Well, I didn't was... understand the point of any of that. Uh, whatever. It was it was what it was. <laughs> Ten seconds, I think we got of their match. Uh, I, it's Elias never good when you have entertaining. two plus short matches. Yeah. And if you want to even call Lars, that make it three total. Yeah, that, like, like that that Lars Sullivan segment. To, like, other than to take him out of the running in the Who Done It, I and don't, it had to be. Had, like, I, mean, I don't understand be, why the Lucha House Party even came out. None of that made any sense. The show was fine, but to me, it just built to TV this week, and I am looking forward to TV this week. Like, we're getting a new championship. It's going to be dumb, but we'll see. Hey, maybe they're going to bring back Hardcore Title under twenty four seven rules because that stuff That'd was be great. great. That stuff was twenty four seven Hardcore Title Crash Holly. All that was awesome. It's, I loved it. So it's hardcore. It's got to be the in the clubhouse. Yeah. Uh, I don't think they're going to repurpose European. I, if, whatever they're doing, I think, is new and different. I don't know. If they're not going to go TV title. Yeah, like we're going to get... ECW days. No. I, yeah, I just... Uh, I don't know what this title's going to be, but... The Galactic uh, Universal Supernova <laughs> Championship? I mean... What did... What did uh, Daniel, what did Daniel Bryan call the Milky Way Championship yeah, when, mean, on Talking Smack when they debuted the Universal Title? That was funny. Uh, yeah, so like, I, I unless you just go straight WWE Heavyweight Champion yeah. again, yeah, I, and let Brock be Brock and have the belt for seventeen years and yeah, nobody will ever fight him. I just uh, we'll see wh- where this it, all wait, goes. Is it a, by your prediction? Is it a main title or is it secondary? It has to be a sec. What's it has to be a secondary title? I would agree, but I'm fearful that it's going to be a we main. We already have a U.S. title that no one pays attention to. We Come on, already have didn't love the Rey Mysterio win in thirty seconds. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. With the blood all Rey over his Mysterio white Mysterio has gear? now rolled up Joe. Like, let's not even get it, get into the physics of that twice in like three weeks. I. <sighs> Okay, sure. You're just going uh, to add another title that nobody's going to another title about. to the mix. And you're... If Brock's going to win the belt again and be off TV, I guess they do need something to have on television, but... I this or, why bring in Mick if it's not a hardcore like why is he because the they want Mick Foley it? back on TV is he like I love Mick he's my favorite wrestler of all time I'm not tuning in to see Mick Foley in 2019 I know I, he's not wrestling so like what all I could hope for is maybe Brock goes with the Money in the Bank to SmackDown when they move to Fox that would be a hell of a swerve if Brock is just getting this uh, get the rematch because he gets the rematch because he loses and Paul Heyman said so let's say he's master negotiator no but it's right the Saudi president or I don't want to be disrespectful get this the Saudi commander in chief demanded this match they demanded the Done. Undertaker oh, Goldberg not, match. I'll tell, but you what I'll tell you what they are not going to do is mention this, the word Saudi on television. It's in Jeddah. Where's Jeddah? 
Jetta. <laughs> that's that's it. It's Super Showdown. Goldberg versus Undertaker. But that would be the swerve I'm looking for, and maybe you yeah. do just get a... If he cashes it on Kofi, that would be hilarious. I, then I'd be all in on Brock again. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be for that very much. Go to SmackDown, go with Roman, make Fox the best SmackDown you could be. This, Goodbye. He cashes in like NXT. Like what if he shows Do up that. To, if he shows up at Takeover twenty times? Cashes in on Gargano. Cashes in on Johnny. Oh my God. Do that. Do something different. It, that's what I want with this company. Yeah. That's where the surprise comes in. That's why I liked it. Again, I think the story is gonna be stupid as hell. I think there's a way to do it well, but it, they're not going to. Exactly. But I loved at the moment when his music hit last night, it's like, oh, oh popped, this is great. I popped a little bit for oh, it. Oh, absolutely. First, like, I watched it after Game of Thrones. I didn't watch it live last night. It's sitting there. It's like two or three in the morning. I'm like, oh, wow, okay. Okay. Fully agree. Cool. All right. Yeah, I think that's it for our uh, Money in the Bank review. We'll be back later this week with a, uh, I'll definitely have Kevin, perhaps you, we'll see, Turtle, what your work schedule is like. We'll talk a little bit more about this. We'll definitely get to the AEW stuff that got erased on last week's show. Lots going on. Of course, AEW is this weekend, double or nothing. Uh, I'll be watching at some point. Definitely not on, you know, Memorial Day Sunday. I'll be watching. I'll be watching. Some YouTube clip of it. That is yeah. what I'll be watching, I'm sure. Uh, but we'll we'll definitely get to a lot of other stuff coming out of Money in the Bank, heading into AEW. That's it for this week. Smarks and Stripes. If you haven't already, hit that subscribe button. Do Give it. us those reviews. My name is Bill Matz for Turtle. Have a great week, everybody. 